This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Rita Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. MacCat World is a tech company and its umbrella company, MacCash, is their current focus as a Shara compliant fintech ecosystem builder. MacCash, an acronym for Multiply, Assist and Donate Cash, is a digital platform that enables and tracks the impact of funding and interest-free microloan given to unbanked women micro-entrepreneurs. It also provides access to micro-funds for women of B40 that have a critical need to start or upgrade a micro-business as a new or additional income stream for the household. Today, I'm speaking to Nuraiza Shamsulbari, Managing Director of MacCat World. Good morning, Nuraiza. Good morning, Frida. Right, and I learned that you grew uh, this tech company by 17 times the network value of the initial capital and acquired the company in 2011, so 11 years. And that's how MacCat World started. Now, with a backstory so powerful, what was your background, you know, before <laughs> developing MacCash? All right, I'm, I'm an electrical engineer by background, right? Yeah. So um, it was one of those things where I, I used to work in a factory. So somebody was telling me that um, if... If I wanted to to be a factory worker forever, then stay here or go find something that you can do that is outside of the factory. So that's what I did. Mm. Okay. And, and then so, but it must be something emotional that connected you to this idea. Oh, for Matt Cash specifically? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. think it, it, the idea... Um, happened just before the pandemic because I was looking at how Malaysians are very, very um, uh, generous. So they, they keep donating money, right? So I'm thinking about, can can that donation um, be a perpetual fund? Can it uh, go forward and, and give it back to somebody else so that it's not just a one-time giving? So that was the general idea for Matt Cash. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, before launching uh, Matt Cash in April 2020, you, uh, which is one of the, you know, the most challenging time of the lockdown. So you did a pilot project and successfully funded three female micro-entrepreneurs with only 3,000 ringgit and they managed to earn 17,000 in one month. So tell me about the project. Uh, what were they, what kind of business micro-entrepreneurs were, were these ladies? All right. So um, when it happened in April 2020, so it, it so happened that it was um, near Ramadan. So then uh, we just raised funds from our friends to, to give to three ladies. So these ladies, they were doing um, some kind of raya cookies and then uh, a bit of cake and things like that. So um, what what happened was that the lockdown happened in March. So they finished all their income. Uh, so then um, they didn't have any savings either. So when we gave them the 1000 each, it helped them to actually reboot their business. So even when the government says you can go back to business, they don't right. have any funds, right? So they right. couldn't do that. So that's what happened. So I, I guess it was uh, the right timing. And then we met the right people. So then during Raya, they managed to sell because our donors not only gave us money, they also wanted us to um, to contribute back. Right. You know, they wanted right. to like um, help in other ways besides just giving money. Okay. You know, what was so interesting, right? You're talking about unbanked women micro-entrepreneurs, right? And still a prevalent problem in Malaysia. And are we talking Klang Valley or are we talking outside the Klang Valley? You know, what are you personally seeing? Um, we see it everywhere. So like um, when we first, after that we ran the three um, ladies, we also got funding um, to run for 30 people, right? So when, when that happened, um, we saw about 700 people applying. 
So these are wow. ladies who used to have a job or whose husbands used to have a job. And because of the pandemic, they've lost it. So they wanted to, to start their business, but we can't find everyone so we looked for the best 30 that we could find that we know we can help because we're not just giving money we are also right. working with them to grow their business because we want to take them beyond their daily you know like what right. they call that um yeah eat today yeah. today. Yeah. Eat today. Uh, what's, that, what's that expression <laughs> uh, uh, pagi. Pagi, pagi. Right. i don't know what it is in right. english <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah, you don't want to just, you know, I guess uh, for the day, right? You want them to be sustainable. And, and that's the thing, right? So, so you, and you, so you're saying that this is not just a Klang Valley thing. You see it all over. So, okay. Yes. Now, so this is a funding platform for B40, underbanked and unbanked women who are above uh, 18 and above and want to start a business but have insufficient funds. So how, what is the process like? What, how do they, how do they, get in touch with you or vice versa sure so the the um the website is called get mad cash so it sounds like a spam it's not get mad cash <laughs> okay so then what happens is that um we we do profiling so we look for people who really want to grow their business because sometimes you you see all these um sad stories happening but we we are not charity platform right so we are looking specifically for people that that need funding and um they need a small amount of funding so we give only one thousand to two thousand ringgit maximum Mm-hmm. And it's given at a 0% interest rate. So we also right. send them to an academy where they learn about building a business plan. With that business business plan, we have volunteer mentors who come on board to help them um, look at other ways to grow their business. So that's what happens. So usually it's a 10-month program. So you pay back and then every time you pay back, it goes to the next woman waiting for that fund. You know, right. So you're not paying to a bank, you're not paying to a government, you're, you're giving it forward to someone else. Right. So when you say zero percent, how do you guys earn money? Okay. So what what has happened also um, is that we found people who would like to fund the entrepreneurship program. So that's how we make money. So we don't actually make money from the donation itself. So that one goes um, completely to the person that we're helping. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay. You'd consider yourself yourself a social enterprise, would you? Um, we are uh, for profit. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. say because what um it's just that we we create impact as we go along. I think right. so. We, okay. we were able to produce our first impact report, and I was quite surprised myself because I, uh, we ended up working with uh at least sixteen percent of our target group were farmers in Sabah. So I was really surprised because I live in in my own world where I didn't know that women were farmers. You know things like that. Right. So I learned a lot of things along the way, and we found partners in in different states who could right. work with the target market because we know that we can't run everything from KL, right? So we are also looking for partners who are able to help us run the programs in those states so that we can cover right. as many people as possible. So the idea for MedCash is actually to to provide the platform, you know, right. so so our, our main income would be from people using the platform. Are they used to going online? Um, no, it took a while. It took a while. I mean, mm-hmm. some we, we hear stories from Sabah where people have to like wake up at 3 a.m. to get internet. Mm-hmm. Um, some mm. people we we had to sponsor their their data line because they don't have one. Um, but in general, um, it was it was okay because I think um women have this resilience and they really want to do something they will do it you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about <laughs> the men, but the women yes. Um, <laughs> how many women have you funded as of now? As of now, we are talking about um right now about sixty eight. Right. About sixty eight, right. but we have a. a another like 200 plus in the pipeline right and the focus is going to be women women only just just because our mentors are women 
Um, right. So we wanted to uh, work with women and we know that one woman at least impacts five lives around her because, you know, you, the woman usually takes care of the, the husband, the family, the mother, the aunties, you know, things like that. Mm. Okay, now what was the most uh, frequent concern these women have when they come to MacCash? Is it the, the speed of getting the funding, how to pay back in a way? Uh, do they have to pay back? How do you address these concerns? Okay, so we, we find that um, the payback is not that difficult because like, if you borrow 1000 you pay back 100 a month, right? So initially, okay. we wanted to do it on a weekly basis, but we found that some of them are really unbanked, so they find it difficult to go to the bank to bank in the money. So they paid us ahead like four weeks right away. So 100 ringgit instead of 25 ringgit. And then uh, I would say their biggest concern would be, um, you know, as, as um, things happen along the way, how do they continue to grow their business? So this is where the mentors come in. And also we look at um, Mac Cash as a whole. We look at ways where we can um, strengthen that financial acumen. Right. You know, so, so that kind of stuff. So I think also what we saw along the way was... Um, um, you know, they, they don't have the culture of savings either. So these are one of the things that we need to look at. And also maybe later on, uh, we would like to work on maybe having a micro-insurance, you know, um, right. other women's services so that we can strengthen the whole family structure, I would say. Right. Okay, yeah. so no savings, no nothing. So anyway, Matt Cash falls under Matt Cat World, right? Yes. So this is just one of the, the companies and projects. I mean, what does Matt Cat World do otherwise? Um, we we are a software development house. So right. this is the first time that we are working on a project where we actually see real people being mm. affected. Because usually it's just like you produce something, you put it out there, and then you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, okay. so, so it's it's right. a it's a interesting uh, twist, and I think um, a lot of learning along the way because we're we're still a technical team, so we are building our operations team to run it and and all that stuff. So that's why right. it helps to go into the accelerators because it helps us to think about building our business in a different way than what we're used right. to. Yeah. All right. And we'll continue our conversation after this, you know, your decision to, uh, you know, work with uh, Scale Up Malaysia. I'm here with uh, Noraiza Shamsul Bahrain from uh, Mad Cat World. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Bright, formidable media. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. I'm here with uh, Noraiza Shamsul Bahrain, Managing Director of Madcap World. And Madcap World is a tech company and its umbrella company, Madcash, is a current focus. It is Shara compliant fintech ecosystem builder and they provide access to microfunds for women of B40. And, you know, really spurred on in April 2020 at the height of the, the lockdowns, right? And, you know, so you work with uh, revenue partners such as Global, Asadaka, uh, Bankit, Microfinance, or Bank uh, Islamic. You know, what was the uh, what's the process of finding your partners? Was it easy getting them on board? Uh, what's the story there? Yeah, so um, I, I would say that as we started, uh, a lot of things happened by chance. So by chance, we met these people, we met that people, and then all of a sudden, we found that um, our small effort gained traction. Mm. Right. So so it was as surprising to me, I think, as to anyone else. So um, as soon as we found that traction, we focused on that and we worked Towards um, how else can we build this? How you know how else can we bring more people on board uh, to help this? So I think one of the the fortunate thing would be you know women entrepreneurs are flavor of the year you know so that right. this is where we are. But we know that we can't just rely on that forever. So we need to be able to grow that 
so that it's a sustainable business. So that's why we're focusing on MedCash as a platform. So we look right. for people like us so that we can go and support them. And if they were doing things manually, can we help them do it on, on mobile, online, so that they can get data they need to show their mm. funders what they are doing. You know? So that's, mm. that's what we're doing. Okay. So like in terms of uh, MadCat World, how many employees do you have? And you know, uh, are they all deployed for MadCash or in how large a team do you have for MadCash? Currently, we have um, nine people on our team. Um, right. So there are, there's only like three I mean, they're working on the platform specifically, but only two people are involved in the operations, I would say. And we work with a lot of volunteers as well to do that. Um, moving right. forward, we would need to, to strengthen our operations team, I would say. Right. And from your experience, right, and we've, we've read reports about this, you know, uh, Grameen Bank, when they lend to women and all that, their, their payback and their commitment and all that is very different, you know, so, you know, it's profitable and all that. Do you find that that's the case as well? here in Matt Cash as well, the, the responsibility and the commitment. Do you yes. find that also? Definitely. Um, I would say so far we have 100% uh, payback, so we have zero MPL. Um, wow. So what, what we, we do, I would say, is you can't just give money, right? If you give right. money and you let people pay, then there's no um, yes. interaction. So we need yes. to build that interaction. We need to build that um, that feeling that we are in this together. So like Grameen Bank and AIM and all those agencies, they have five people working together. So if one person doesn't pay, the other four will have to pay. But for right. MedCash, it's one-to-one. So right. you, you are not uh, you are liable for your own and we don't make somebody else pay on your behalf if you can't pay. Right. You know, so, so we just work with you to make sure that you can pay. So that's why there's a hand-holding for, for 10 months. Yeah. yeah. So it's not so simple. It's not so simple as that. There's a lot of societal societal things that you need to look at, right? To address it. Yeah. There's a lot of mindset things that you need to look at. Yes. You know. What, so what made you decide to you know participate with uh, Scale Up Malaysia? Um. The the wanting to to make it on on a bigger scale. So I would say it's it's okay to run it with thirty people, a hundred people. So mm. can we go to um hundred thousand people? Can we grow it that? that much so one thing that i found with scale up relations that they have the experience they've they've, they've all done it so mm-hmm. they could give me um a perspective on my business that i may not be able to see on my own so mm-hmm. this is why i i go to them and they've been really uh, great and really helpful and just the, the mindset thinking right so if you if you're thinking global then everything the way you do business changes because of that right. Right? And obviously, obviously, you're thinking global for Matt Cash. Uh, definitely. So we've been talking to people outside of Malaysia to see whether we can adopt the same solution there. So what right. works in Malaysia, I think, will work in countries like ours in the ASEAN region and all that, okay. right? And, and also, um, even though we are not a social enterprise, we see a lot of um, things that we could uh, maybe improve on. So one of the ways would be, how do we empower the men? to be part of that solution as well, you know, because we don't want to just work on the women and then, you know, because it it causes um, problems in the family structure if we don't work together with the men. So we need to figure out a way to do that. And we would like to invite partners who maybe know how to do it to come in and, and, and help us do that. And what are the problems with the men? Do they feel insecure that the women are earning more than them? I, I guess, I mean, it's not just the man. I would say, like, one of our ladies, when she started making money and then yeah. neighbors saw that, oh, look at that, you know, you're making, like, uh, tons. And then they would, they would, instead of supporting her, they would say, oh, you're rich now, is it? You know, that kind of attitude in our committee, right? So this, these are the things that, that we want to work on. So I think, right, you know, and, and also the fact that some, some people feel guilty about saving money because they feel like, oh, maybe I should give it away, you know? So they, 
right. it's that guilt, right? Wow. Yeah. So so it's it's a strange thing which I I never thought about because I guess um I hang out with a lot of friends right. um who have these Chinese fathers who tell them save money first, don't spend, save first. You know. So I I didn't understand that mentality. Okay, so it's so interesting, right? Culturally, also, right? What is you know the whole concept of saving money is so it's so different. Sometimes we we don't realize that within Malaysia as well. And, and having seen this, right, your advice for females who want to start their businesses is a conversation different because they're B forty, and of course, you know, it, what would your advice be for those, I guess, in that category, or are yeah. some things just sort of universal? If you want to yeah. start a business, I mean, I mean, we we actually see two types of B forty, right? So one that is um genuinely um in that income range, and some that used to have money, but then because they lost their jobs, they're automatically B forty, right? So right. then, uh, so actually, it's um um if you talk about um the grassroots, then they are very entrepreneurship, right? So they they right. they think of ways to do anything and everything. So I think their main issue would be how to focus and how to just grow one business. Uh, for the B40, it's more uh, for the newly minted mm. B40. So their problems would be um, co-founders, can we do it? Because you know, not everybody can be an entrepreneur. You know, right. you, yeah, when the government says, oh, you don't have a job, be an entrepreneur. It's not as easy as that. Of course right? not. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you were saying going global uh, and of course within ASEAN. So markets you're looking at would be like, what markets have you identified? Okay. Okay. Um, the, the, everybody wants to go, um, I would say, the bigger countries, right? Like Indonesia and all that. So, uh, but we know it's a very difficult market to enter. So we need to find uh, partners who can help us in. Um, we we have been looking at, at uh, smaller countries, maybe in the in the Papua New Guinea, Fiji region, you know, so right. where, where um, women empowerment does happen, but maybe on a smaller scale. And perhaps with Mad Cash, we can show the impact so that more people will be willing to invest. In them. Right. Okay. So anyway, uh, thank you for the for the wonderful work you're doing. You know, and it's it really is about empowering women. You know, by by teaching them, uh, not not giving them fish, but teaching them how to fish. Right. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Thanks for spending the, the morning, uh, Nuraisa Shamsul Bahrain from uh, Madcap World, uh, talking about their Mad Cash program. You've been listening to Enterprise BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.